Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is the Common Nomad Podcast. My name is Priscilla, or you can call me Scylla. My name's Edward. How's everyone doing? I am, I'm okay. I just finished running another 5K marathon, so there's that. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Um, As I mentioned to you offline, May has already begun (laughs) to be a very, very busy month after 2022. Just a lot going on. Very grateful and very blessed to have these things going on, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Just work events, personal events, weddings, and you know, just be. I'm just happy I got the invite. That's all I'm happy about. <laughs> happy that you still got the invite. Um, it's been a minute too. Um, I know that we've had some personal hiccups in schedule, so we are glad to be back. Glad to be recording another episode. And um, what did you want to talk about today? Yeah, this phrase that I kept hearing over the last, I would say month, but definitely over the last two to three weeks, um, you know, you keep knocking on the devil's door long enough, and sooner or later, someone's going to answer you. And so, that hit me. That hit me. Well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> first, first impression, go. I said um, it. Yes, it reminds me of if you keep looking for something that's not there, then eventually you're going to find it, which could be very much teased out in different contexts but where what was your impression of of that can we call it a quote i guess we can call it a quote, it a quote. it's definitely um i've heard it in movies many times most recently with terrence howard um <laughs> shout out to terrence howard by the way <laughs> but uh <laughs> i mean do we show him out because he's been is he the you know there's something going on in recent news I don't know in recent news, but I do remember, you know what? I'm actually not even here to talk about celebrities because that's not even how I'm set up. So I'm going to mind my business. I'm going to mind my business too. Um, <laughs> well, the old Terrence Howard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we we respect them. But anyways, yeah, it's kind of like, it's actually funny because this happened to me when I was at the T-Mobile store uh, the other day. For those that are not in America, T-Mobile is a phone carrier company. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because um, we are know, they, international, so I'm going to need you to put some respect on our international followers. Thank you. You're, you're definitely correct. And once again, T-Mobile and all the other companies, you know, spread commercially like they are a global network. We're really only domestic. So let's just get that straight as well. Um, no, but basically the clerk or the employee, whatever term of art you want to use for the person who work at this establishment, the T-Mobile store. Um, yeah, she would, it's kind of like she wanted to tell people bad news every time a customer walked in. Does that make sense? Um, she was not able to help these customers. Is that no, what? no, no, no? Meaning, her intent was every customer that comes in, I'm gonna be sure to tell them bad news. Can you already know with these whole iPhones, Androids, you know, and then the derivative of them both, and whatever phone you want to use, and um, it's. There's always updates to the phone. So it's like, oh, yeah, I got this. But then you have to back up your phone. Then you have to connect it to a USB cord that's connected to an old Mac. And it's kind of like every time when people walked in, she was looking for a reason to say no. And I was like, are you okay? Like, and she was like, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, when the devil comes knocking, you got to answer it. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Which, what, what do you mean? I, I don't and why understand. are you answering the devil in the first place? But And, that's what, and I was like, you know what? You know, of course, me taking a step back after that situation. I'm like, I wonder when people start looking for negative things 
or things they're not supposed to find, somehow, some way they find it, right? Like, I mean, I think the energy that the natural inheritance of everybody is kind of like when we think positive, positive things tend to happen. But and I think the same can be say, you know, vice versa. When you think negative, when you're like, yes, you see the worst in people, you have a cynical view of the world, then yeah, bad things or cynical things or negative things happen to you. And so um, for the quote, nope, nope. I am wrong. not of the belief that if you think positively, then automatically positive things are going to happen. I am not part of like the manifestation trend that's happening right now. I don't, mm-hmm. I, well, there's, there's, there's similarities to the way that you think. Um, I will say, and, and you also have to define positive that's which we're not going to get into right now because it gets then it gets very philosophical and 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 whatnot um people are going to think thoughts that stem from their upbringing their culture their environment the friends that they're with and that will determine if it's negative positive but i think it's even beyond those two binaries right it's beyond if you're thinking good or bad, it's how you're thinking. Are you thinking critically? Those are the things that come about it. Now, this lady that you're talking about, <laughs> maybe I, like I need she, to hear more of what kind of day she was having and it could be, what it exactly could be. she was telling the customers, but you continue. No, it could be. And so to me, she kept knocking on the devil's door. It's kind of like she wanted a reaction out of customers. Maybe that's what I was trying to say in the beginning. When you want to give off a reaction, which is usually negative, and, and that's your motivation. It's kind of like, I want to upset you, so I'm going to tell you the worst things possible about your phone to upset you. I want to see how I react to, your, to you being upset. Does that make sense? So if I'm hearing you correctly, basically you perceived that she got a rise out of upsetting people and then upsetting people or provoking them basically correct yes based on the fact based on whatever was happening when they were coming in for the service that they came in for the service that they were requesting. correct whether it's a repairing the phone whether it's an upgrade whether it's just a question i feel like you know so basically she chose violence that's what it's given she, she chose it in my opinion and once again you're in a customer service establishment because you're in retail and so quote unquote, you know, however you want to put it, you know, uh, cater to the customer. Customer's always first. Make sure you put the customer before yourself. She she forgot all that. <laughs> she said, I'm T-Mobile. This is about me. This is my store. And, and you are you are privileged to come inside my store if I let you be. That's how I took it as. I will say, um, People who enjoy provoking others, they're basically instigators. That's what we call an instigator, right? People who like to start things, right? Yes, people who like to start things, whether it's fights or heated conversations. Confrontation. One would say an instigator. Say that one more time. One would say an instigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, like instigators. That's that's what we would call them. So those kind of people... (laughs) um, you know what? I don't have so much to say because someone who decides to choose violence, someone who decides to, in this case, answer the devil, um, is someone who doesn't like peace. And 
I'm just not there anymore. I'm not, I'm not at a point in my life where. But when, you, when you think about it, you don't answer the devil. It's kind of like the devil is chilling. And once again, I don't, know, I don't know how we get to this, this talk about the devil on this, on this podcast, but it's kind of like the devil is watching TV and you knock on the devil's door bothering him. Disagree. Disagree? Um, isn't, that the, isn't that the quote though? <laughs> Um, you keep knocking on the devil's door and sooner or later someone's going to answer it so it's not to assume that I guess in this case right of this of this woman she's looking for some commotion to happen but you also have to be willing to uh, be open to that kind of behavior does that make sense open but so what's when someone instigates you usually it's to rile you up right to get you feeling some type of way yes you as the person who's supposed to feel that type of way can choose to feel that type of way or not i'm actually talking about the instigator in in this in this predicament I'm, i'm talking about the instigator you don't have to choose you don't have to think and act on every thought that you have period you actually have control over your thoughts to a certain degree. You didn't have to choose violence. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be the bearer of bad news. You choose to do that, right? It could have been that unfortunately she couldn't service the customers the way that they they needed service. And she could have still had, you know, more patience with them. She could have been, uh, you know, accommodating. I'm sorry. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're going to have to back up your phone. You might lose some of your contacts, but X, Y, Z. Oh, no. Oh, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Ooh, because them backups, honey, if you don't have storage, then. But I'm talking about the instigator here. Um, But both both people in situations. So in terms of the customer, they don't have to respond to the instigator. But the thing is, we need to, this is about people who go looking for things. What are you looking for? is what you're looking for important to you? Um, does it edify you? Does it strengthen you? Is it something you really actually need to be looking for in the first place? Why are you looking for bad news? What is it about giving people bad news that comforts you? And why does that, why did you get joy out of that? It's not like, oh, people just find themselves angry all the time. You really have to ask yourself, why am I angry? Why do I like to start things? Why do I like to instigate confrontation? And, and and do angry people say that about themselves? Why do I get? I no longer. I no longer think I'm an angry person. So <laughs> I could say for myself, I've definitely asked myself. I wouldn't say I'm an angry person, but I'm. I'm more inclined to be very irritated quickly. I think I'm very. So how how do you okay? So maybe this is where the shift comes along. For someone who gets annoyed very easily or irritated very easily. How do you practically work on that? Maybe you can speak on personal experiences or just in general. It's funny because shift is a, a very important word right now. And talk about it. I know. I already know. I read so the books. I would say I just start, I'm, I'm naturally an inquisitive person, right? So I'm not, I'm naturally asking myself why, or where is this coming from? It's either I'm, I want to know the reason or I want to know the origin of, of the thought or of the emotion that I'm having. For okay. me, 
if I know why I'm angry, then I need to understand that I need to find healthier ways to combat my anger. It's not that emotions in itself is wrong. Suppressing your emotions does not help you. You need to actually feel them. Now, after I've gone through the initial stage of being angry, being upset, I know that there's going to be a cool off er period or error, right? There's going to be a cool off period. When I cool off, that's when I start asking myself, okay, so what happened? What ticked you off? Who ticked you off? What was I thinking? What was I doing um, right before those emotions came about? It's a matter of actually talking yourself out of it, which I believe if those are in therapy that are listening, it's probably something like what your therapist would do. She would ask you or he would ask you, so what happened before? What were you thinking while you were feeling this emotion? Was it somebody? Was it just yourself? Because sometimes we can get ourselves to be upset and irritated for no reason. We'll just start thinking something that really has no like base or foundation really in that moment. And then we'll just go off on a, on a irritation, you know, tangent. We'll just go off on somebody because we don't know how to exercise self-control. We don't know how to exercise um, cooling off, right? Like people who say things like, oh, I'm just irritated all the time and I don't know why. You know why you just, you, you will, you could know why you just probably haven't taken the time to figure that out. And that it's not okay. okay to just be naturally agitated and naturally upset and naturally looking to cause, you know, uh, disruption or to cause, you know, or to disturb the peace in someone's life. Like that's actually not okay. You should not be okay and, with that. And I guess speaking to someone, and I guess I'm using me, who's more, what do you call it, even temperament? That's, that's a good word for it. I would say so. Yeah. Hmm. Even mild temperament, I think mild is usually. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, for, the, for as long as you know me, I mean, do you classify myself as an even temperament individual? I agree. Yeah, you're you're mostly cool headed for the most part. I can't say I've seen you upset. I might have heard you upset, but I don't even think I've. But it's kind of like when I when I'm upset, I tell you, Priscilla Brown, I'm upset. <laughs> Which is, which is very rare, actually. You which is very rare. And even when I'm sad, Priscilla Brown, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, you're good. Everyone say like, Priscilla, I'm sad. <laughs> and, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know why I'm like that. Maybe one's going to call it self-awareness, call it struggle growing up, call it being traumatic situations as a child, who knows what it may be. But I do see myself when things don't go my way, whether it's, going somewhere late, whether it's a job assignment, whether it's friends, romantic interests, or family, wherever it may be, when something's not go right, I, I do I do think a lot before I speak or express some sort of action slash behavior. I do think, I'm like, all right, someone stepped on my shoes. Okay, what happened? Someone stepped on my shoes. It's dirty. They do it on purpose. How do they look like? Dude, I've answered, I don't know, I, I ask like, so many questions in my head before, and it's all happening within 15 to 25 seconds. And then I say, hey, bro, you stepped on my shoe. It's all good. Just let me step on it. It's all oh, my bad, man. My bad. What can I do? You can buy me a drink. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, pro problem over. <laughs> or someone could really pop off saying, hey, yo, bro, you just stepped on my kicks. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> but it's kind of like, especially in certain environments, like the club, kickbacks, house parties, your shoes are going to get stepped on. Not on purpose, 99% of the time, but it is because of just the nature of those spaces. So I don't know. I mean, 
And so how do you deal with someone, deal is a strong word, but when you interact with people who are not as more, you know, mild temperament as you, it's kind of like you accept them. Like, okay, my cousin is this. I can accept them, not accept them, but I can't react to more because I know how they are, you know? But I think the beautiful thing about life is people teach you either reflections of yourself, things you need to work on, things that you were, like stages that you were once at. Um, I wouldn't say that I was an instigator. Like, I, I don't naturally think that that's- You, you sure you know, now? These hands ready. I'm absolutely positively sure that I don't think I'm an instigator. I think I might've been placed in situations where I was easily upset and I went from zero to 100. And that's very much the fact that I had probably was sitting on some other prior things that I didn't work out. And I, I can say that now because like, I'm not embarrassed to be like, hey, I once was such a person of a hot temper, which, you know, but now that, like I was saying before, the word shift is very important in my life. I'm realizing that you don't have to react to every single thing that happens. <clears throat> Like going back to this, to this woman at this shop, she doesn't necessarily have to even let the devil in and let the devil, I guess, influence her to act such a way. That's where it all starts because you do have the power to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Like the Bible doesn't say, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger for a reason. Like it, it, it says that for a reason. It says, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. Like people like sit in their anger, people sit in their anger. And then that's how you get, you stepped on my shoes. So what's good. That's how you get that because you stepping on their shoes is just another added incident to get them even more angry. Right. Like you've, have you ever had a situation where you're talking to someone and out of nowhere, their anger is hot on a hundred and you're just thinking we were just having a regular conversation those kind of people they weren't just randomly <laughs> upset and choosing you and choosing violence that particular day they're they're in a different mindset where they're probably just naturally defensive or they're just naturally aggressive due to whatever events that have transpired so that's not random right um <laughs> but at the same time, I think the quote goes both ways too. So instead of instead of the instigator, it could also be the person who is, well, I, I guess it's still the instigator, right? It's still the person who's looking for trouble is going to find trouble. And I, I say that as there might be someone else who doesn't naturally lose their cool. And then the day they decide to do that, the instigator might be like, oh, wow, I am so sorry. I shouldn't have done that, right? Because you also have to understand maybe this lady didn't think that her customers were going to be like, okay, like what's your problem. Right. I, Cause I'm assuming you actually talked to her and was like, why do you keep doing this? That's what it's. Of course, of course I did. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sure. You know what she said? Yeah. Continue. Continue. The three takeaways I got from what she said was one, they're bothering me. Two. They're asking stupid slash dumb questions. <laughs> and, you know, that's my favorite one right there. And three, it's kind of like, you know, and this third one matches with the first one. But, you know, you, and I told you this off offline, I hate it when I go to 
any type of food industry, store, retail, clothing, any type of establishment, and I feel like I'm bothering you. <laughs> right. You know, I'm, I'm spending my money. You know, it could be a couple of dollars. It could be hundreds to thousands of dollars. And you make me feel like I'm bothering you for getting the service or good. And that's like the third element. It's kind of like, I feel like people were bothering her. But it's like, but you work at, in a retail store of a phone. Half, if not more than half of your job is to interact with customers who need your help. And so I, I don't know for her, once again, this is, you know, a, and once again, it wasn't like a 10 minute conversation. I was in the store for two and a half hours, <laughs> but um, so I just saw it. Like you been observing her. I, I was, I was, uh, you know I me, mean? I'm a people watcher. So I was observing her for those two and a half hours. Cause I was getting weight, you know, I had to wait and, you know, they had to, you know, update and SIM card and Bluetooth and call somebody and then, uh, in the midpoint, it was a fire drill in the mall. <laughs> it was a lot going oh, on. It was a chaotic day. Okay. There was a lot going on. But um, no, but I, I'm trying to understand now this, this, the quote, though. Like, someone's knocking on the devil's door. Pause. What does that mean? Right there. What, what I just said, what does that mean to you? <laughs> Someone is moving towards a direction of mischief of chaos yeah that's it someone is moving towards someone is making themselves a part of chaos mischief um animosity confrontation and we just nothing good is coming out of that though they're 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 approaching it basically and as a result they're doing this because of the things we have said um because of I think this, it's much this, deeper this. than that to, to say that it's because of one reason or multiple reasons. No, Either no, way, I mean, of, of course, there's multiple reasons, but a, a few of the reasons that they choose with their actions to knock on a door that will present some form of mischief, violence, negative expression, they're doing that quote unquote because of what that's what I mean, like because of various reasons, but usually because either what, what did you say before earlier i'm sorry you're That's like what the mischief the no well did, why why did why are they looking for mischief mischief um because but also i think if you've always been an angry person i don't think you fully understand that you can come out of that you get what i'm saying like if this has been your disposition this whole time you might enjoy that. You might not even believe that you can get to the other side of being cool, calm, and collected. But people naturally do things um, due to the environment that they're in, people that they're around, culture. That's what I was saying before. Does that answer your question? It does, it does. So you're actively looking for that type of experience. I, oh, is that what I want to say? Yes, I think if, I think if you're, if you're, if you're knocking on the devil's door, you're opening up yourself to the possibilities of whatever comes with his territory. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Why? No, okay. Um, like we said, many reasons, but yeah, you're you're opening yourself up to what's on the other side over there. And what's so when I fir- when I first yeah that's that good when I first sweat I appreciate you always for your perspective. 
So when I first said this during our initial uh, you know, negotiation, not, not negotiation, but our initial talk, what when when you read it and when you heard it, what what's the thing that came across your mind? I want to know what 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 interest this was to you. That's what I want to know as well. Um, I think you keep okay. So you keep knocking on the devil's door, and sooner or later, someone is going to answer you. I think it's it goes back to if you keep playing with fire, expect to get burned. You know, like that's the first thing that came to mind. It's like, mm, okay, why? why are you looking for trouble? And that's a genuine question. Why are you looking for trouble? Yeah, What's yeah. provoking you that you enjoy the trouble, the mischief, the chaos, the, you know, the commotion? Why do you enjoy that? And why are you okay with that? Why are you not saying, actually, this is not my portion and I don't have to entertain this. And I don't want to come to work and make other people's um, experience with me you know, much more horrible than it needs to be. I actually want to do the opposite. I want people to feel at ease when they're talking to me. Like, why did this lady come to work and decide that everyone else is inadequate as opposed to I'm not doing a good job separating how I feel from my frustrations with work? Like, why, why didn't she call out? <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why didn't you work a job that you know, the people like, you know, I mean, what, a computer desk job, I'm assuming, or... I don't want to say a delivery person, but you still have to deliver to a home with people in it. <laughs> I mean, with COVID now, you barely have to talk to people. So, well, technically we're out of COVID, but really, I mean, how many, I can count how many times I've been physically handed my package. So <laughs> like if this woman wanted to choose violence, I also think in her choosing violence, I wonder if she was going to get a taste of her own medicine. That's also what interests me about the same quote as well. If you keep looking for something and you get what you're looking for, can you even handle the backlash or not necessarily the backlash, but could you handle what's going to come of that as well? Because we've all known an instigator, but I've never seen an instigator get a test of, get a taste of their medicine and see how they've reacted as well. The, the, the bully of the bully. Right. Exactly. That's such a good, that's, and maybe that's too deep for this. Now, that's a pretty good, the bully of the bully. <laughs> that might be the episode title. <laughs> that might be, that might be the bully of the bully. But we got to talk about what makes, <laughs> I mean, I guess we can talk about briefly about what makes a bully a bully. And like, can you, what's, I mean, please, you know, you're, I mean, I know I'm the statistics guy, but isn't most people who bully because they have been bullied before in the past, correct? Or receive that, some kind of, yeah, like aggression towards them, something like that. Yeah, I would agree. And so, I mean, I, I mean, we we have all had, bully, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody. Or also think, sometimes it's a matter of power, I think, right? Like, power? I'm thinking like the typical high school situation. So mean you girls, might pick girls. someone who you feel that you're better than. So you might start to intimidate them. And make them feel lesser than because maybe that's how you feel or maybe there's something about them or, you know, like, and it may not necessarily be that all bullies have been bullied, but they might be in a situation where they're, ex they're expressing anger, frustration and uh, projecting it onto other people. And then most of the times bullies are going to pick people that on a, on a power dynamic, they think is more uh, submissive or I don't think the word is submissive, but maybe subordinate to them. 
because a bully is a bully is not going to pick somebody that they think can take them down that defeats the whole purpose so we wouldn't say bullies are the ones knock on the door we wouldn't say that right that's yeah. that's too that's too narrow yeah, it's too it's it's too narrow because I don't think everybody I don't well people, I guess everybody question, looking for trouble is not necessarily a bully. <laughs> well, are instigators bullies? That's a great question. Are is the, is the is a neutral third party a bully or they just find the bully, connect them to the person to the victim? <laughs> like are they are they the are instigators the middle person? I, right, because usually when you instigate, you instigate somebody to somebody else, or you instigate something to somebody because you know that's going to rile them up. So it's kind of like they're not the source of the negative emotion. They're just a facilitator, right? The medium, the conduit. It depends. It depends, I think. It, it probably does depend, but everybody's going to instigate. Like, why are you instigating? But it's like, there's nothing to do with you, but you're instigating because... Like we talk about, you just love seeing the the Emotion. negative impact of people going through their emotions, whether it's towards you or towards others. Yeah. Bully of the bully. Yeah, I agree. Um, but <laughs> on a on a on an ending note, right before we wrap up, um, as always, thank you guys for listening, and we appreciate the comments, and also definitely engage with us. Let us know what you think. Um, are you the bully? Do you walk around, you know, with a chip on your shoulder? Are there, you know, anger, irritation issues, temperament issues that you have that you've never really thought about? Do you project that onto people? So many questions. Um, are you, you know, do you come to work and choose violence and decide that people are just gonna, you know, you're fed up. So therefore people need to receive, you know, the short end of how you're feeling. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would encourage everyone to ask those questions because <laughs> you keep knocking on the devil's door sooner or later someone's going to answer you and when they answer you are you going to be prepared for the response that comes out of that that's my concluding <laughs> and, and, and you know the funny thing about that quote as well is you knock on the devil's door so who you think is going to answer exactly um, but, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> i appreciate uh Priscilla, I appreciate all these conversations. Once again, we're just here just to talk about certain aspects of life, questions, and I'm happy we always get the chance to do this and just you know, spread awareness, spread knowledge, or not. You know, just we just talk to people, just having a conversation. As always, per usual. So thank you guys for listening once again. We appreciate you, um, our listeners, and until next time, and take care.